This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault, and today we are talking about balancing training in your life. Now, the reason I wanted to bring this one to you guys today, the reason that we're doing this episode is because I did a similar thing for my athletes over the weekend that a lot of them responded really well to, and I thought, why not bring this to the public too? And basically, what it was is I did a presentation on how to properly balance training within your life. The reason I brought this to them and the reason I'm bringing this to all of you is because a few of them had mentioned to me that they were having trouble getting all of their sessions in, properly recovering and balancing that with, you know, being a human being. And so we talked about the ways to do that more effectively. We talked about systems you can put in place to make sure that you're better managing your training and understanding what's helping and what's not. And then basically just giving a system to help you not just manage your training, but, you know, understand what training is actually benefiting you and what training actually isn't. <clears throat> Excuse me. So let's get into it. So the first thing we are going to do when it comes to learning how to balance training within your life, the first thing we're going to do is reinforce the real goal of training. And the real goal of training, and it literally will always come down to this if you are an athlete competing at a high level, the real goal of training is to see success in your sport. That's it. It's not to outwork your teammate. It's not to, you know, spend the most hours in the gym. It's not to be the quote unquote hardest worker in the room. It's to see success in the sport. If you are an athlete and you are training, you are training so that you can succeed when you compete. That's it. So with that in mind, what I really need you guys to think is what do you need to do to continue to improve? to continue to give yourself a chance to see success in the sport. What do you need to do to continue to improve, to give yourself the best chance to see success in the sport? Now, before I have the meatheads of the training world out there responding and saying, well, we need to spend more hours in the gym than anyone, and you need to do this, what you need to do is you need to continue to improve your skill set. You need to continue to improve your conditioning. You need to continue to improve your strength your power, your speed, and your mindset. Plain and simple. You need to improve those things. And if there's one thing that I'm missing, I'm fucking sorry. But you need to continue to improve those things on a long-term basis to give yourself the best possible chance to see success in your sport. That's it. Okay? So with that being said, what I need you to do is I need you to come up with your minimums. So I'm not going to go into specifics but we're going to talk, like, I'm not going to go into specifics, but I need you to come up with your minimums. So depending on your sport, what is the absolute minimum amount of training you could do and continue to improve week week after week? Now, let me preface that and say, I'm not sitting here telling you that you only should do the minimum possible amount of training week after week that you need to see success. But what is that minimum? You know, is that two sessions a week, like the way I put it to my athletes is if you're doing, as an example, as a boxer, 
if you're doing three boxing sessions, if you're doing two boxing sessions a week and you're doing two strength and conditioning sessions a week, you're going to continue to improve your skills. It's just how you use the time that you're boxing, how you use the time that you're doing your strength and conditioning. So it comes down to the quality more so than the quantity. Now, does that mean you should only ever do two boxing sessions and two strength and conditioning sessions a week? No, of course not. But that is going to lead me into the next point. But before we get into the next point, figure out your minimums. Figure out if life was absolutely chaotic and you were only able to do the bare possible minimum amount of training and continue to improve, what would that be? So this isn't how much training you want to do. This isn't how much training you feel like you should do. This is the minimum effective dose. That's what we're looking for. <clears throat> Excuse me. So now, going off of that, what we need to do is we need to figure out our seasons. So we have our minimum effective dose of training, the least amount of work you can do and continue to improve. And from there, we need to figure out our seasons. So when you're in season, when you, you know, have a fight coming up or if you're competing in another sport, you have games, whatever else it is coming up, then the sport needs to become your top priority. Because if you want to compete at a high level, you need to be putting as much as you possibly can into the sport, right? But if you're in the off season, if you're a fighter and you don't have another fight booked for 16 weeks, those first four, maybe six weeks, you should still be training, but you can add other things into your life too. If you're not there six days a week for four hours a day during that time, that's not going to take away from your ability to compete on the night of the fight. You get what I'm saying? So yes, you want to be putting as much as you can towards it. Yes, you want to do what you can to be successful. But if you're in a position right now where you're like, man, work is kicking my ass and I've got all this stuff going on with my family and you know, I've got all these other things that I've got going on, then take one or two days away from the training. And I'm not saying forever. I'm not saying that should be your first choice. I'm not saying, you know, slack off intentionally. But the way you balance training with life is figure out what season you're in. And if you're in a season where you don't have a competition coming up right away, then you don't need to be training every single day to continue to improve. And ultimately, what is the goal of training? Seeing success in the sport, continuous improvement in the sport. So focus on the season. Focus on when your next competition is and how much you need to be doing in that time in order to continue improve, to improve coming into that competition. Now, on that note as well, <clears throat> excuse me, on that note as well, if you are competing and you're in your off season right now and you realize, okay, the most I can manage right now with work, school, whatever else it is, is three boxing sessions and two strength and conditioning sessions a week, get those booked into your calendar and those become as important as showing up to work on time. And if you're doing that consistently and you're making the most of the time that you're spending in there, you avoid that overwhelm feeling. You avoid that feeling that you can't balance one with the other and you start to learn how to handle it. The more you learn how to handle it, the more you're going to be able to add in being able to handle it. From there, though, we want to make sure that as you as your seasons change, you're also changing your training schedule. But more importantly as well, we want to build out your schedule for the week so that you understand day to day what it is you're actually doing. So what I've talked about in this training that I did over the weekend and what I'm going to bring to you guys now is how to build out that schedule. 
Now, this is going to work a little bit differently for everybody, but what I recommend is take one day in your week, let's say Sunday, and sit down and write out everything that you've got going on that week. So, you know, Monday I work from 11 to 5, and then I have training at 6. And Tuesday I have a family event in the evening. It starts at 7, and I have work from, you know, 8 a.m. to 4, and, like, everything that you've got during your week, write it out. And then from there, you can look at that and you can figure out when you can train. You can figure out what times you're actually going to be able to train effectively and then what times might just not be able to happen that week. So instead of trying to squeeze in every single minute of training you possibly can, figure out what you're actually going to be able to handle and what you're actually going to be able to do effectively and go from there. Does that make sense? Like the goal is not just fit in the most possible amount of hours. The goal is to continue to improve so that you see success in the sport. And the final piece that I'm going to get into here is first, before we get into the last pieces, the goal is not to just stick to the minimums. You know, the goal is to continue to improve off of the minimums. However, if you have those minimums set, you know what your baseline is. You know, absolutely at least. This is the stuff that I need to do in order to continue it to improve in my sport. Now, from there, let's get into the last piece of this episode. When it comes to, you know, having your minimum set, having your weekly schedule set, the reason that this is so important is because as you train, if you're trying to just squeeze in as many training sessions as you can, if you're trying to just, you know, be the guy that's in the gym the longest, that's in the gym the most, that's doing the most hours, et cetera, et cetera. What's going to start to happen is you're going to start to just check the box of I showed up today without really getting anything out of the session, right? So if you're thinking back to your training session last night and you're like, man, what did I even do? Like that's an indication that you're just showing up to show up and you're not actually getting anything out of your training. And that means that training session isn't doing a lot for you. You know, and I know a lot of people would argue, well, isn't it better to show up than not to show up? It's like, yeah, sometimes. But if you've got a lot of other shit going on and you spend that whole training session worried about what's going on at home, worried about, you know, work that you're missing or school that you're falling behind on or whatever else it is you've got going on, well, then you're not going to be actually absorbing the information. And in turn, you probably would have done better just staying home, getting the work done that you had to get done and then getting back to training and actually getting something out of it tomorrow. That makes sense. So basically to sum this all up, guys, what I really want you guys to take away from this is understand your seasons of training. Understand your seasons. Now, I'm 100% an advocate of train consistently 12 months of the year. Like if you were trying to go somewhere with a sport, taking three months off because you don't have something booked right now is a crazy idea and is not going to get you anywhere. But dialing back the intensity when you're in your off season, instead of training three hours a day, six days a week, train one hour a day, six days a week, train two hours a day, five days a week, like continue to train consistently, continue to make a lot of improvements, but also chill the fuck out. Because like we talked right about right at the start of the episode, one of the most important things that you can do to succeed in training is work on your mindset. And if your life is shit because all you do is train and you live in an absolute pigsty of an apartment, your family life is a mess, your relationships are a mess, and you're just, you're not good as a human, 
you're not going to be good long-term as an athlete either. So what you really need to focus on is learning how to balance both, learning how to understand how to approach life as a human and how to approach life as an athlete. And if you can't do both long-term, you won't be able to do either one. So learn how to balance, learn to find your seasons, and learn to adjust the training load based off of the season you're in. And the final piece that I'm going to touch on with that, because this is super important, is do not let what anyone else is doing affect your training. Because like we said right at the start, the goal of training is for you to continue to improve. And if you're thinking about, well, you know, I dialed my training back, but this teammate of mine didn't dial their training back, you don't know what's going on with that teammate. Maybe they're in a different season than you right now. Maybe they're overtraining and they're going really well now, but then next week something's about to go wrong. Like you don't know where they're at. So don't base what you do off of what they do. Don't base what you do off of what anyone else is doing because anyone else is not you. Anyone else is not in the same season as you, doesn't have the same needs as you, and in turn, shouldn't be training the same way as you. So focus on yourself, focus on improving yourself, focus on remembering what season you're in and adjusting your training accordingly based off of that and solely that. So that is it. That is all. I appreciate you all for tuning in. I hope you got some value from this. If you did, I would love to know what it is. Make sure to share the episode, screenshot it if you're here live, share it with a friend, share it with a coach, share it with a teammate. And as always, Again, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dusso. Thank you again, and see you next time.